Tomorrow is a law firm representing high-profile clients in cases where the client is clearly at fault, but who has the money to pay anyone and everyone necessary in order to pervert the wheels of justice. Is This Tomorrow has, since 1993, achieved exonerations for war criminals, serial killers, hedge fund managers, and even a little boy named Timmy who machine-gunned a bank drive-through, and, while escaping the crime scene, drove past a school bus with its stop sign out. Is This Tomorrow also won the landmark, Jesus Chewed Tobacco, and You Should Too, Kate in Liquor Flats, Arkansas, by proving that he did, in fact, like a pinch of skull between his cheek and gum. Don't go to prison needlessly for crimes you're clearly guilty of. Contact attorneys Woody Compton and Kelly Shane at isthistomorrow.com. Is this tomorrow.com. The wheels of justice only roll over poor people. Let Woody and Kelly throw one under a bus for you. Is this tomorrow.com. have to take your word for it. All right, welcome everyone to another episode of That Record Got Me High. That is Barry Stock. That is Rob Elba. And welcome again to another show. Uh, we're excited to have you, and we have a guest. Most people are excited for us to be doing a show, but there's, there's a, a couple. Yeah, you know, we're starting. As we're as That Record, we're, we are in our third season now. We are. So we're learning as we actually get more listeners that we're actually getting some haters. Some haters. <laughs> some haters are coming out of the woodwork, but that's fine. I, I love, even like a hater already is going to be a, guest, a future guest Barry yeah. like well, he was a very he was a very flipped I flipped him, him. yeah like did. the FBI but whatever we'll I flipped see. him <laughs> maybe and we're was... gonna flip him when he's on the show maybe yeah, we're just... <laughs> I don't think I think he'd be okay he seemed like he was the other guy that well then there's no, the two other, other guys not and then yeah and, and then <laughs> and your other friend uh, he may still be a guest <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, okay, but but tonight we have someone we did not need to flip on. Uh, Correct. She is a return guest. Let's welcome. So this is her third yes, appearance on the show. Welcome, right? Camila Rizzo to the show. Welcome. Rizzo. Hi, how are you? Yes. Camila Rizzo. Yes. I practice. You got it perfect. Camila, Good. yes, we okay. got it. No, we got you down now. And well, I do. All right, so Camila, <laughs> the two records you have done are previously we did. Uh, Bad brains, and we did Black Flag. Right. So it. So what is? What did you bring to us tonight? You you 
You flipped on us. I completely flipped on That's you right. guys. I'm bringing to you guys Steel Pulse, True Democracy. There we go. Our first reggae album. Our first reggae album for that record got me we just, high. I mean, we did the first Clash record, which has some reggae on it, but it's the Clash, so yeah, yeah, it's elements. not really a reggae. But this is a full. This is a real reggae. reggae. Full reggae. Now, how does now? All right, let's get into this right away. How does a, a young girl that's obviously into punk music, but I, I I know you like all different kinds of music and everything, but you you were really uh, uh, into punk. Obviously, the first you did a Bad Brains record, you did a Black Flag record. So how did how does a, a young girl like this get into reggae as well? Because reggae is a music of rebellion as well. So it is. Yeah, it's true. And, and, and it goes hand in hand because so so many punk bands played with reggae bands. So I, it's just a, for me it was just a natural progression. And the music is so beautiful. It's rebellious, but it's so pretty. Yeah, it, it is. And I was wondering now, Barry. Would, uh, now I we hadn't discussed at all. We're doing no. the reggae thing. No. Uh, you're not a big reggae like I, I've. I'm a casual. I'm a casual. I'm a casual. Reggae, a whip, reggae, but I've never got good. heavy into yeah. it. And you know what I was thinking? I was wondering why. And I'm, you know what I'm thinking? It's too like joyous and up for us. We like our music darker. <laughs> not, not, not all reggae is like. Yeah, that no, I like, not, the, right? I like the. I like the. You know, I, if I'm gonna listen to some reggae, I'm gonna either listen to some dub, like some King Tubby or something like that. I or, listen or to some, some of that too. Yeah. Or I'm gonna listen to something darker with like uh, Linton, Quizzy Johnson, something Lit- like. Yeah, yeah, or the Mad Professor, yeah. Lee Scratch Perry, something right. like that. The yeah. Upsetters. I'm not, I'm let now. The other reggae album that I do have listened to extensively. There was a deluxe edition of uh, Catch a Fire that came out a few years ago, and what it had was um, Bob Marley and the Whalers. Of course, everybody. Who was this? Knows. Bob Marley. Bob Marley. Yeah, Catch a Fire. What band was he in? <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah. kidding, everyone. I yeah. know who Bob Marley. So he. Um, <laughs> they put out this deluxe edition of Catch a Fire. It was two CDs, and the first CD was the tracks as they were recorded in Jamaica. Just like. Just hardcore. And then the second CD was after they brought it to New York and sweetened it up and everything. Of course, I really liked the first CD. The raw. The raw. It's, it's, not, raw. it's not that it's raw. It's that it's not sweetened. It's not. It's there's, more raw. It's more like right there in your face. It's and it's not that like they tweaked it for the, the US and reverb and, and added special and background vocals right. exactly right yeah it softened it up now but what do you so I'm curious so we haven't discussed it at all but and this is but what do you think because I really like this record I think yeah. it's really but good and it's very, done well but it is uh, it sounds like amazing produced. very it's produced, a very produced very record good, yeah. yeah and it's exactly. their major label debut correct uh, exactly this is a major label de- debut and and I think. I mean, it, it sounds great, and it it, does this, sound great, this music, yeah. this this album is thirty eight years old. Yeah, and I know. It, and it's, that was surprising to me. I didn't realize it and was it that old. And it stood the test of time. It still well, it sounds doesn't, it, yeah, fresh. Yeah, it's, that, it's yeah. relevant. It oh yeah, it's it doesn't have relevant. any cliched eighty sounds on it no, or anything. It, where it, you, it doesn't have like. It, you know? it doesn't have any of the weird '80s synth stuff. Correct. Right. Of, yeah. Right. Right. A lot of bands. It's basically, yeah. yeah it, it is in a way uh, a straight, a, a traditional roots uh, reggae, but it does have a nice uh, it's, produced it's, sheen on it. It, it does. And, yeah. and also his his voice. Uh, his, his voice. Let me tell you, his, uh, David. Hines, this is David, David Hines, Hines, right? I, I saw an interview with him, and the person interviewing him said. Oh well, listen. Do you mind just uh, singing a little oh bit of God. of uh, a few of your songs? What What do you like? And then he just busted out a cappella, yeah. singing, oh, yeah. and his voice is so smooth. Oh, I know. Yeah, he's he, got. Yeah, he's got he an amazing voice. Yeah, perfectly. He didn't need 
anything else. That's and a that's, big, that's very impressive, especially to do it on the fly like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So that that was always been a big selling point. And I actually do know, I know uh, Steel Pulse from way back because they were in, Barry, I realized they were in Erg, a music war. They were oh, in Erg, a music right. war. They did that's uh, right. Ku Klux Klan. That's right. Yes, that's, that, right. that's right. That's right. That's right. one of their most well-known tracks. And also, go. all right, so this was their fourth album. Came out in 1982. But they originally, they sort of uh, tied in with a lot of the punk bands. because they exactly. all right, Well, so, they're not Jamaican. Right. So no, they're where not are they Jamaican. from? They're well, from... They're, but Jamaican by ancestry... But they are from Birmingham. Yeah, Birmingham, Birmingham in England. In England, yes. So they got they tied in with the Rock Against Racism uh, thing pretty early on, and yeah. they would tour with uh, they toured with the the, the Stranglers, yeah, right, XTC, yep. and the uh, uh, Police. I remember the Police brought them on tour with them. I think second, maybe their second or third tour, they had Steel Pulse uh, did some dates with them. Yeah, this is the second episode in a row we've mentioned the Police though, so well, you know what? we need to play off of that. Whatever. Sting, yeah, you know, my sting hate is gonna, it's gonna be. I know, it's gonna, gonna, gonna be Barry. You can't, you can't, you know. You should start a sting podcast. Jaguar commercial. <laughs> so, All right, so you, so Camila, so this album came out in 1982. So was this your, was this your first Steel Pulse record, or when did you, when did you come across Steel Pulse? I didn't start listening to to Steel Pulse until I got into high school. So 85. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. And did you get into uh, reggae and discover them, or were they like one of the first reggae bands you discovered? Mm, no, well, obviously I'd heard um, Bob Marley and the yeah. Whalers from, right, my, right. from my parents. Yeah. Oh, and from your parents? Nah, I, no, I would not have heard Bob Marley and the Whalers. <laughs> no, from not my mine either. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. She's younger than yeah, us, and exactly. she obviously cooler had cooler parents. parents, parents yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> they, they got into some cool stuff. It's not hard <laughs> to have cooler parents and, than And no. then um, I also went to school with some of the Marleys, Anthony Booker. Right. Um, which was Bob Marley's youngest brother, went to high school with me. Sure. Oh, okay, nice. And yeah, there's a Miami away. connection. And yeah. then Rowan Marley also went to high school with me. Okay. He's, he's a little bit... Anthony's a couple well he's and you said the one had passed away yeah Anthony Booker passed away okay and then um, Rowan yeah, he's still alive he's okay. a couple of years younger than me and Anthony was maybe a year or where'd two where'd you go to high school I went to Palmetto okay so we had a lot of obviously a lot of reggae influences sure and, yeah and, and I know and I know you said eventually you started going to the cameo they would they would have a, a right, because, concerts at the because, cameo in Miami um, right cameo had reggae Sundays yeah ah. so which is where I saw Steel Pulse oh okay okay right and that had to have been. 89 or 90 right yeah okay. when i saw them and they were they were great they must have been like an amazing they're an amazing live band amazing sure yeah. amazing because you could tell just from listeners even though yeah see, the thing that they can really, that stopped they can... me from listening to a lot of reggae is a lot of it is very samey it's kind of true because it, it, it kind of by the nature of it it kind of has hypnotic to be, it's hypnotic it, it has to be because that's sort of the nature of the music that you have that that beat where yep. the where the kick comes in on the on the three yes. instead of the one or the one instead of well, three something let, like that. let me tell you a, a few interesting things about steel pulse and it's again this is just from david hines himself well first of all the name of the band steel pulse um, the person who came up with it was the bass player, Ronald McQueen. Ronald Stepper McQueen. Right. Okay. Yeah, every Jamaican has a, a nickname, according to my... Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And okay. um, the way that they got the name Steel Pulse is because they said that steel is the hardest metal right. when you hit. 
Okay. And they wanted a hard okay. hit, so sure. steel pulse. Got it. And okay. then David Hines said he was asked in an interview, you know, what what is what is who are your musical influences? Okay. And he said that his his musical influences were War. Oh yeah. The Isley Brothers. Yeah, yeah. The Crusaders. Okay. George Benson. Oh yeah. <laughs> and and for a lot of vocals and and harmonies for Steel Pulse, he said he absolutely loved the Pointer Sisters. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, and then um, Jill Scott Heron. Okay, Gil. I mean, sorry, Gil. Yeah. No, and, his uh, sister. She was talking about his Jill. sister. Jill. Oh, the sister and, Jill. Um, Gil Scott Heron. Oh wait. Shabaranks. Yeah, okay. And then, of course, they were all influenced by Bob Marley. And then, yeah. right, right. So he said he listens to all kinds of musics, but he feels that reggae is the best genre of music to bring across his message. Right, right. And right. he said that if you think about it, the reggae beat is the same as your heartbeat, it's in 2 4 time. So that's exactly the best okay. way to express what he wants to say in his cool. music and bring across the consciousness right. and love. Yeah. And you could tell band, especially this band, you could tell they're in it because it's in their, it's in oh, their soul sure. and their yeah. makeup. They're oh, doing yeah. reggae because I think they had problems. The reason they went from label to label because label went for a while. Reggae was getting like uh, sure. sort of popular. So they wanted them to become this sort of hybrid reggae thing. And they right. had no UB interest for, in well, that. UB40, you know, you, you, it was, yeah, the era of UB40. Or and, even and then English they, beat and all that. They didn't want, they didn't want to be that. They didn't want, they had no interest in that. They, they, yeah, they At wanted, all. Uh, they, they they had their message and whatever they did they wanted their message to come across in the music that they wanted in a to particular make it. way and they right. wanted they wanted to speak about what they wanted to see, see, speak right. about they didn't right. want the labels telling sure. them what to do and they had a lot of um difficulty getting support a lot of times sure well being uncompromising means that you a lot of times you're gonna run into um, people who really thought you were going to compromise. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sur- surprise. You know, oh, we really thought we thought you were kidding. Um, yeah. But the uh, yeah, so the but but the music on this and listening to it and in, in, in listening to it a bunch of times and going through the record, I realized there is a lot of musicality and they're oh, really yeah. oh, good God. with Yeah, sure. melodies like there's like there's there's interesting little parts and interesting melodies and there's right. even a guitar stuff because usually reggae you, they have a guitar player but the guitar player just going but no there's yeah. a little more going on here and there. oh yeah so and it's definitely... um it's a mix of of Rasta philosophy and and social commentary and then some fun more fun upbeat yeah. just kind of like <laughs> yeah there you know, are some goofy uh, some goofy, goofy songs stuff on there. you know and I think that reggae they, goofy though <laughs> I think that the one of the reviews I read said that they had. Um, their previous record was more of the like sort of pop stuff and that this is getting they actually sort of went back more to the the straight up yeah. Rasta um, um, so uh, uh, but Camila you getting into reggae you 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 grabbed on to both of that like you you like the music itself but you like the message too right because it's a I, I like the rebellion message. like you said it is, I like uh, the I like the fact that it's rebellious I like the fact that it's rebellion couched in beauty and who doesn't like beautiful things right right, right. and 
Um, I also like the, the fact that it really does spread a message of love and, and understanding and you, that non-violence, you, they're really, non-violence sure. and right, they, yeah. that you have to try and have compassion yes, for yes, other people and that you have to have an open mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sort of the opposite of me and Barry sometimes, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I have an open mind. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, we do. Any reggae show that I've ever been to. Everybody is having a good time. People are laughing and yeah. dancing. Oh, I'm well, sure. Yeah, and there's a there's a certain there's a component. <laughs> there, yes, there is there is a, there is another component that, to that helps them be relaxed and happy. Yeah, that's true. true. Which we're not. That was my idea. I thought we should all should be doing that, getting high doing yeah, this. But no, we, that would be a I mistake. was voted I was yeah. voted down for that. On my on my, my part, that would None be a us, mistake. It, it be, would it would would, it would just be us. Like I would be totally silent. <laughs> Camila would probably just be giggling in the mic, and God knows what I'd be doing. Maybe throwing up in the bathroom. Could be. Yeah, <laughs> it would be. All right, so let's... It'd uh, be a show. Let's get into the record. So I think he starts out right away with sort of a... Um, just the, speaking of, like, joyous and up, this is sort of like him, like, throwing it down, like, about as far as... Um, just the uh, positivity of uh, you, you know of 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 everything and and uh, let's listen to uh, it just starts out right away let's listen to a little of the first song Chanasam. But all of us were bobbing our heads. Oh yeah, no, it's really. Oh yeah, you can't help it. You can't can't help it. it. No, you can't. You can't help but smile and move. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Be happy. Especially with that, with that voice, that just that that voice of his. It sort of pierces through you, you know. But in a in a good way, not like you know. Yeah, but this song also has some Old Testament kind of. uh, Oh yeah, there's a lot of uh, biblical things he throws in. Yeah, right. And he also throws in a reference. He says when. a pressure drop, it cannot oh, yeah. conquer Dreadnought, right. which yeah. I'm, you got to think he's he's uh, referencing Toots pressure in, drop by... Toots uh, in the Maytals, but Toots I, I got to yeah. think that my theory on that is that pressure drop predates Toots in the Maytals, that, that there's, it's referring the, the to something. The phrase itself, yeah, probably, yeah. The whole, uh, when pressure drop, it cannot conquer dread. But I mean, pressure drop. It, you're gonna feel. I remember the Toots and the Maytals. Yeah, so pressure when the pressure drop, drop, you're gonna feel it. So when bad things happen, or when bad things happen to you, you're gonna, you're gonna. Um, it's, it still can't conquer the, uh, the righteous. Exactly. That's, Who, that's yeah. Whoso in tears shall reap in joy, saying suffering will bring. You know, even though you suffer, right. um, wise men doctrines assure your safety. No more stumbling block. Backstabbers get down. To the righteous revealed the secret of the scriptures. The wicked, them portion is vanity. 
disciples of Lucifer. So he's not playing. <laughs> no, you know? he's not playing. <laughs> but he said, now he himself said, this is actually kind of cool because when they, the band, they'd already been dropped by Island. They were on Island Records. They got dropped wow. by them. Uh, they and, would seem, I mean, they seem perfect for Island Records. He, well, they, because they wanted them to become more, more pop, like a two tone yeah. type yeah. thing and yeah. they had no interest in that. But he said he wrote this song as a way to. Encourage himself in a dark time. Okay, and sort of the way to right. bring himself up, like sort of like a uh, motivate himself. Okay, you know? I mean this is a fantastic song to do it. Right. True, true. Right. Yeah. I mean just it just hooks you. Rejoice, rejoice. Yeah. Right. I mean, come on. Yep. Um. All right, and then so we go from this into uh, the next song uh, on the record, and it's called uh, Rave. <laughs> So I think when he's saying yeah. rub it up, rub it up, we, we, we know what he's, uh, we know what he's saying. Right? The, the least lascivious reading is that come and rub your body against mine. Yeah, the, yeah. Right. That's so the is, least. Res- <laughs> but this is like a feel, this is like a reggae version of like a feel good, like rock song. Sure. Just about and it's out also, and, and also, uh, you know, a, a woman and. Um, yeah, 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 right. Um, sound call ravers got you craving for more. Sounds call ravers got you. Cra- so they're at some event musical. There's an amuse. You know they're dancing. They're, right, they're having right. a great time. Um, but yeah, he's. Um, it definitely is a shift um, from the first tune as far as the right. Right. As, as far as what he's referring to. Yeah, right. he's sure. But he also, in there, did you notice, though, he addresses the fact that reggae is sort of becoming in style a little because he says reggae bandwagon <laughs> is yeah. the fashion that's going around. That's going around. Yeah. Dubmaster's back in town with the fashion that's going around. Didn't you hear? Yeah. But yeah, I think see, he's kind of poking so the joke the, at what's a little. The whoops, right. What's the whoops outside your I, head? Is that just the sound, the, the, the what he's hearing on the PA at the club? I love or? that. I love when he keeps going, whoops. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Crucial and red. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's like somebody getting knocked on the head. And uh, and, oh, and, and maybe it's somebody's blood. actually could be actually getting somebody getting beat up. Yeah, yeah. it's true. I think uh, whoops, okay. outside your head. Right, right. Like upside your head. Like yeah. getting hit and bleeding. <laughs> okay. Right. And now from whoops, we go to find it. We have to find it quick. That's right. That's it. right.
jazzy a little, right? Got yeah, little, it's, well, the thing about them is that they've got weird little quirky turnarounds and shifts harmonically in there yeah, to keep your yeah. interest, which is different than a lot of reggae. You got, you know, it's more minor chord, yeah, yeah. yeah, a minor chord and the reggae beat and, and some chanting. And that's a, a lot of reggae is that. And a lot of it's great. But this has touches that are... Um, Definitely super sophisticated. You have to really have to the musicians have to really pay attention playing it because they're they're they are um, they appear natural. Like if you just listen to it, but if you listen into it, oh, it's very tricky. What that little turnaround they just did. Well, you know, I was I was thinking that it's very this the musicality, the way that they. Um, Add in little different beats and the yeah. way that the drummer and the and the bass oh, yeah. player groove together. Yeah. Yeah. It, it actually reminds me a lot of how salsa music is. Oh, true. And yeah, on, sure. On yeah. the different sure. little accents. Yep. Right. You have to be a good musician yeah, to yeah. get it. You got to totally. Um, you you got to dominate it to make it sound good and and. Well, and like with any with this, you know, with reggae, the rhythm section is like if you don't have, you know, that's the core. There's like you can put whatever you you could. You could, if you had just the tracks of just the rhythm section from this record, you could listen to it and it would be enjoyable because right, it's right, so. Right, right. That's the that's the really the basis is the drums and bass, you yes. know. And uh, and I remember at the show, he, just being there and feeling the bass, bass in your chest. In oh my yeah, chest. sure. Yes. Oh yeah, they had it. They had just it nice and loud. Nice and loud, thumping. Now, now be honest, Camila. When you were at these shows, how old you were? Younger, you were in high school, right? Uh, yes. Were you, were there, there was clouds of smoke everywhere. Were everywhere. You, everywhere. Okay. Everywhere. So just, yeah, there's just no... It was, the, it it was, was yeah. escaping. It's it understood. It smogged. Yeah. yeah. Imagine right. the, the cameo just right. completely <coughs> smogged. Yeah. And, and packed. Right. Jam-packed. Yeah, yeah, right. With people just having such a good time. And at, when I saw him, his hair, the way he was wearing it, he looked... It looked like uh, he had a cornucopia sticking out of oh, wow. his head. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. I know, I know that uh, for this album, he had one, one giant dread. All right. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, yeah, it's going. All right. So now <coughs> we, we get into song number four. This is a song. The title sounds kind of like a, uh, a Dr. Seuss. could be a Dr. Seuss thing. It's called That's right. uh, a, a Who Responsible. <laughs> to know 
a who responsible? That's uh, right. Kalila? The one percent. Oh, is yeah, that it? Well, yeah. We, we, yeah. It's, it becomes it's become much clearer. Right. That's kind of like what this song's about, right? Yeah. That's, that's exactly what it's it's about. Yeah, and this is even though reggae, they're usually very. It, it is they're peaceful and it's about peace, but this is kind of a call to action in a way. It is. He, right? He's he's asking people to get involved. I mean, right, he right, says right. it right here. The lyrics, brothers and sisters, this plight we're facing, get involved, problems to solve, yep. yourselves concerning, divided we are, we are so, one by one we are falling, the front line of the battle is hottest, your duty's calling. Yeah, look at that, that could have been written right now, right today, now. right? Yeah. yeah well, great. I mean, 38 years later, we're still in the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing's changed. In fact, it may have gotten worse. Um, yes, <laughs> no, that's they'll true. They'll cut your, he says, they'll cut your hearts out, and I'm not joking. Turn no blind eye, brothers, be willing. Yeah, the front line of the battle is hottest. Yeah, your duty's calling. Yeah, so they're definitely uh, calling out, but maybe calling out to just like you said to get involved, to get act- active, maybe just to go out and you know and, uh, I, and I, I make your voice heard. Make your voice heard, and uh, I think people uh, in generations that are younger than us. They certainly are uh, very complacent. They aren't taught any kind of critical thinking. Yeah. yeah well, that education system has been Step systematically dismantled for that reason. Yes. So, which is even more of a reason why people should get involved yeah. and and do things. Yeah. Agreed. You heard it here, folks. Yeah. Camila Rizzo. Uh, all right. So we're about halfway through here. We're gonna let's take a little break. Let's pour some more wine. We promise we're not uh, we're not smoking. We're all too old to be smoking. We're not sitting around smoking. Up, uh, no, we're not doing that. But uh, we're gonna come back. I want coughing. You hear is purely you know yeah, age that's, related. That's age related uh, health health issues. May have to go see the doctor. Tuberculosis. Um, when we come back, I definitely want to discuss the cover, the album cover art, because I have some thoughts on that. But uh, we'll be back in a minute. We're talking to Camila Rizzo about Steel Pulse True You're Democracy. Right, See, uh, that's uh, what Riso. You did it right. I Riso. did it. She said I did it right. Oh, okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Leave that in, Barry. So she, her saying that I did it right. Okay, we'll be back. Camila Riso. We'll be back in a minute. Okay. Is this Tomorrow is a law firm representing high-profile clients, in cases where the client is clearly at fault, but who has the money to pay anyone and everyone necessary in order to pervert the wheels of justice? Is this Tomorrow has, since 1993, achieved exonerations for war criminals, serial killers, hedge fund managers, and even a little boy named Timmy who machine-gunned a bank drive through and, while escaping the crime scene, drove past a school bus with its stop sign out, is this tomorrow also won the landmark, Jesus Chew Tobacco, and you should too, case in Liquor Flats, Arkansas, by proving that he did, in fact, like a pinch of skull between his cheek and gum, don't go to prison needlessly for crimes you are clearly guilty of, contact attorneys Woody Compton and Kelly Shane at isthistomorrow.com, is, this, tomorrow, dot, The wheels of justice only roll over poor people. Let Woody and Kelly throw one under a bus for you. Is this tomorrow.com? 
It says it's recording. That thing. These machines, they're, they're taking over the world. Yeah. All right, we're back. This I is, don't care if they take over as long as they work. That's true. This is That Record Got Me High. That is Barry Stock. That is Rob Elba. And we are here with our very special guest, Camila Rizzo, talking about Steel Pulse, uh, our first true reggae, and we hit we hit them with a good reggae band. I, I think, think right? we, we yeah, hit. The, right. This is my favorite reggae band. I mean, yeah. I think anybody who doesn't listen to reggae, if you if you just give them this, yeah, they will totally. I know. I dig can't it. imagine people like not liking this. Saying, well, oh, that's no, the I thing. Don't like it. If you give them this and they don't like it, then they probably just are not going to like reggae. Right. I like I could give Rob the best jazz record that I have, and he would not like it. So he doesn't like jazz, and that's, that's cool. That's true. That's true. But this I like. So and, uh, all right, and this so this next song we're up to number five on the record. This song is really uh, this is a heavy song. This is about it's about a real person, about a real thing, and uh, this is uh, it's subtitled uh, it's worth his weight in gold, and it's also called Rally Round. Is in there for Marcus Garvey. Marcus yes. Garvey, and um, who was Camila? T- tell us who Marcus Garvey was. Well, Marcus Garvey is now considered a, a national hero to Jamaica, but for his time, he was incredibly rebellious. Yeah, right. Um, he was born in, uh, and he was a back to Africa proponent, correct? Right, back to Liberia. Right, and and. Uh, Unifying the African diaspora. Right. Okay. So these are these guys. I was thinking because the the Rastafari, like the, the people in Jamaica, they already felt uh, displaced. But imagine the displacement that these guys felt being in England. Right. You know, being from Birmingham, and then right. Right. Well, the, their parents immigrated to Birmingham from Jamaica. Right. So these people, they weren't very welcome at all in oh, England. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. And, uh, I, I and think I think there's um I don't know if it's out commercially yet, but there was supposed to be a documentary on Steel Pulse oh, called, really? uh, called Dreadtown. I don't I don't think it they've made it, but I don't think it's been um, okay. published or distributed yet. But it covers right. 40 years and and so much of the violence that they experienced in England. Right. Oh, I'm sure. Well, and Birmingham's can... an industrial town. Yeah, so yeah. Northwest. Um, you know, and not it's you know it's very different than tropical Jamaica. Well, yeah. it's it's not it, it, and I think too is that the fact that these are guys from England playing reggae, which a lot of a lot of people in the Caribbean they they couldn't get down with that. Oh, 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 oh okay, oh, okay. Right, right, right. So they were almost they were yeah, they were outsiders like all, outsiders all across of the outsiders. Board. Yes, yes, right. Uh, I love these says in there. 
How can we sing in a strange land? Don't want to sing in a strange land. Oh, yeah. Liberation, true democracy, one God, one aim, one destiny. That's right. Trying to get everybody to uh, realize that their purpose is unified. Yeah. Right. And that, and it's shameful. That whole anti-immigration thing is still very much present in in uh, in, in Europe and in England. <laughs> well, I think with I think with Jamaica, what's going so, on in England? We're, right we're now. not exactly you know. We're not shining examples no. of that either, no. Camila. What are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> not at all. <laughs> say that we are. We're definitely not oh, at the God. present moment. All right. So now we go from that, which is a pretty, which which is a which is a heavy song about something real. We go into. Uh, what we were talking about, some of the lighter stuff that's just ki- kind of a goofy song, uh, whatever, goofy topic. Uh, this next one, it's pretty amusing though. This next song is called Lego Beast. I believe so, or... Um, you know what it made me think of when when I was really diving into the lyrics? It, it reminds me a lot of um, Odysseus and the Sirens. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, because, right. Because she's like a siren yeah. calling to him, oh, yeah. like, oh, come on. A bosom of fire yeah. must resist but this, it. This, <laughs> yes. This, 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 this does bring up the... The trap she would lay for you to yeah. lead men astray. Oh, right. right. I, yes, but I'm yes. going to mention here that... This does bring up a sort of, um, I'm going to call it an imbalance in reggae between, there is a um, patriarchal dominance there in is. reggae. Yes, and it's uh, true. It's a, true. And, yes. and this is, the way this is presented is um, part of that, I think, I'm going to say from a 2020 perspective, that it's um, not representative of um, wh- wh- how we would, um, our best natures these days. I think he's no, he's no. shaming a woman for doing things that men do all the time. Right. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Which is, yeah, that's something you can't escape. Yeah, that's part of the uh, culture. It's yeah, just the way it is. it is. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's not a good it's, it's not a good part. It's it's not it. a good part, but then, you know, again, to It's not a good look. Chauvinistic. He, he, it's a joke. It's chauvinistic, very chauvinistic is is not a good look and then you know, viewed from 1982, this right. was very, very, very typical. Yeah, right, sure. Right, 38 right, right, years right. ago, sure. Yeah. M- much less typical nowadays in certain parts of the world. Right, yes. right. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, we, at least we've come a little way that way. This is... Now, talking about this song, I think it's a good time to address. I just want to talk about the cover of the record a little. Okay. Because... It's a, as great as this record is. It's a bad cover because bad, it was made yeah. in the '80s. And first of all, it's him. Uh, it's the singer, and he's sort of holding a Bible. Looks like yes. he's probably a Bible, and he's yes. preaching to the rest of the band. But he's wearing leg warmers, and then one of the other guys looks yes. like he's got leg warmers they on. They, they made no concessions musically to the '80s, but, but stylistically. But, 
But look, look, David Hines is wearing these shoes that are called Playboys that are um, very typical of the 80s and very popular and considered to be very chic. Oh, very chic. I'll tell you what's not chic. That steel pulse, that that green, they're just, I, I know it's the colors, the Jamaican colors and everything, but just the, the font and everything, it's, it's so very, it's 80s. 80s. It's very 80s, it's but true. That, but that was their logo at the time. It yeah, was, sure. okay, okay. It's just the look of the cover, it's so funny. That's why I was confused, like, when, it, when did well, this come I'm, out? I'm going to say that the rest of the band has the look on their face like, Man, you gonna make us you gonna make us listen to this again. Really? Yeah. This, we're gonna do this again. Yeah, can, can we just we go, can we go back can we go to playing get some music? Food? Yeah, right. We're hungry, dude. Enough. Oh god, yeah, that it's kind of an Oh he is, guy. yeah, he Come does on. have those um he does have those things, those sort of boot like things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like leg warmers, like they're, plush they're spats. Spats. Oh, yes. is that what yes, they, are? they are? Okay. They're spats. All right, so maybe they were getting ready to go out to a uh, to a blues uh, to a blues dance raid. That's his uh, next song. Uh, right. Blues dance raid. Yep. Music a bubble. Not looking for trouble. See us all because we are. We're just sitting here bobbing it's our heads. Yes, it's actually a very enjoyable headphone record, which is uh, it's got a lot of cool things going on. It does. It's, it's got a, a lot of really a little percussion. Yeah, yeah, neat little fills. And, and yeah. that opening thing was very uh, was very musical. It's it very that sophisticated. Little, yeah, 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 right. Super yeah. Um, clever, and that may have been some of what uh, turned Jamaican audiences off. Was this sort of this sort of um, not uh, traditional? That it wasn't right, super traditional. Yeah, but yeah. Ag- again, they're doing what they, they want to do. do. Sure, right? Yeah, right. Just, Good yeah. on them. Good on them. I can see that being um, frowned upon. Yeah, if you want your traditional reggae, yeah, I mean, sure. like this is this is not the old school. No, it's not. Right. They're definitely a pioneering a, a new sound. Well, yeah. Well, right from the start, because they're playing with these uh, punk bands, and yeah. they're doing, and they're, like I said, they're in the Urga Music War. I mean, come on. That's yeah, I drill. mean, like, think about it. Nobody else wanted to play with them except for the punk bands. Right, right. right. Yeah, that's that's good. That's a good point. Um, but it's great, because it brought a whole different flavor. And I'm sure they influenced a lot of bands, because there's tons of bands that yes. brought Elvis Costello with Watching the Detective, all these oh, bands. Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Reggae sure. influence creeped into a bunch of punk rock. It sure you did. know, it yep. did. I mean, right, right, right at this time, this is uh, followed by all the two tone craze. Yes. Yeah. Right. 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 Which they, yeah, which Island wanted them. Hey, guys, you know this. <laughs> they could jump on this band. And, and they were like, no, we're no, not doing that's that. That's not us. Right. That's yeah. not no, us. No, no, because no, that's, that's based on ska, which is a faster, more, you know. Yeah, that's 4-4 four, four time, yeah, not 2-4 right. time. Uh, that's right. Different monster, right? Could you yeah, imagine? Yeah. Imagine if they gave in and they did it. It would have been horrible. No, right? not only that. I, I, I saw an interview with, um, who was it? With Steve Nesbitt and with 
Selwyn Brown, and they they said that they were actually insulted. They said we've we've done. Our people have already done ska. Oh, right. This two-tone stuff, yeah. that's not yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the labels and the, and the white kids uh, getting into it. And, and, we're, and we're not doing, and good we're not doing it. That's right. We're going to put on our leg warmers and our fancy sneakers, and we're going to do the music right. we want to do. Yeah. Uh. yeah, it's kind of interesting <laughs> that they, they chose to do the, the, the cover art. <laughs> Chris Blackwell's on the phone. Uh... <laughs> record label yeah right <laughs> uh, and they did and they made this great record and this next song on this record uh, is a really beautiful song uh, I like the song a lot this song is called oh this is such an awesome yeah, song yeah it is Your House it's such a beautiful love song just a straight up love song like singing especially him with that voice singing the right. these words right but then it's also very spiritual it's almost like it's a love song to god to, right to ja yeah to ja yeah yeah it's also all along the watchtower core the chords oh okay are they oh okay okay you could sing that over it and it would work just perfectly so oh. And it's got that little Dylan guitar or stuff at the beginning. It's hard to say whether it's probably Jimi Hendrix, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. the more liable the, the Hendrix version. Than so the, it's know, it's definitely a very version. yeah very uplifting spiritual song, but it's just like a pretty like you said. It's also just like a pretty like, it's love song. A, it's just too, a pretty right? love song. Yeah. yeah. You write as a young girl hearing this guy. I'm sure he's a very he was a very. Uh, uh, charismatic he, he, figure he on very stage. Yeah, extremely charismatic. Yeah, he he smiles so much. Lego yeah. B, who's probably getting all sorts of. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, Lego B son too. Uh, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> if he was so inclined, I, I don't think, know. I, think I have that, no that, idea that what his Justin, personal life was like. I think just in general that he is, from everything that I've ever seen, he just seems like he's a very positive person, and yeah. that. He he's always smiling and laughing and he's always I've seen a lot of interviews with him and he's very, very cordial oh, with the people that are great. interviewing well, him. To be fair, he's probably always stoned too. I mean, let's well, say I'm that. Not, I don't actually get that vibe from this I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, know, I don't band, know about yeah. that. I really? don't actually Listen, get that vibe from Steel Paul. He, he he's he's quick. Oh, yeah, and he's, yeah, and right. he's quick witted and yeah. and you don't see him having the red eyes. Yeah, which, I, right. That's the vibe. I don't. This music doesn't have that 
particularly that stone no, vibe, you know? They, they asked him, what kind, if you had to go to a party, what kind of a party would you like to go to? And they said, pick any kind of party. And he said, you know, actually, I would like, I would like to go to a more formal party. Oh, really? Yeah, where people are, oh, okay. are dressed up and you have very... Um, erudite conversations okay. really? and and instead of something that's really wild like a okay. reggae like a wild reggae party right. yeah, that, he said that's that's, that's cool. more that's more my know. that's more my vibe and he said listen i i love to read i love movies right one right, of my right. hobbies is carpentry Oh, oh okay. okay. Look at that. So I don't even know how I would answer that. What kind of party? I don't even think I could answer that. What kind of party? I wouldn't go to a party. I'd stay home and watch TV. Right. Yeah, we, we don't. Yeah, we invited to a lot of parties. parties. <laughs> I guess that's, that's probably why we it's a to good think point. About that. All right. So this next song here, from now on, Barry, when I see someone who's clearly drunk, I'm not going to say, "Oh, they're drunk." I'm going to say, "Man, no sober." <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. Yeah, Let's okay. listen to "Man, no sober." Gypsies, tipsy. <laughs> okay, and so this is, I'm going to bring up here, this is also slightly judgy. There's, there's a... Oh, there, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's it a, is. Sort of, the, He's the, not down with the The with Old the Testament, drinking. the preaching, that sort of goes with the, um, you know, the Rasta, they look down upon people who drink, even though... Part, Isn't that biblical in general? Uh, aren't a lot of sure, people who yeah. are religious teetotalers? Yeah. yeah well, they right. say they are. They say they are. <laughs> right. Um, um, yeah, so. yeah. So definitely, yeah. So, but the lyrics, I find the lyrics so the, the, very the, the amusing. The joke was always, the Southern Baptist Church, the joke was always, um, why aren't Southern Baptists allowed to have sex standing up? You know what the answer is? Because it might be construed as dancing. Oh. <laughs> wow. That's good. Yes, like that. Um, I just, I love the lyrics in this. So like like yeah. a gypsy, he's tipsy. He drinks too much. Mr. Winehead staggered dead. Booze is what he chews. Watch him how he topples over. And what, what is our beverage tonight, <laughs> Rob? What are we having? We're drinking uh, Trader Joe's wine, That's which right. is not it's bad. Four, it's all right. Four, for four bucks. <laughs> Shout out to the, uh, the wine uh, connoisseur. Who uh, led me to this purchase yeah. at the uh, and the one on um, uh, University? Drinking water, so she water. Is a, she's sober, stone cold sober. Teetoler. Stone cold sober. Yes. Um, all right, so that is man no sober. So she's a girl no sober, I guess, or a woman no sober. Oh yeah. no, no, she is it's sober. sober. I'm sober. <laughs> yeah. In and out we're, of we're in and no out sober. of discotheques, in and out of wine bars, burnout shell looks erect. Got to help him somehow. Oh. 
greets bartenders, drink fire water, dance bossa nova. <laughs> he topples over. He topples. We've all seen people. We all know people like that. We this, do. Yeah, right? yes. we see, we've seen them a lot through our lives. Yes, we do. All throughout yeah. our lives. That's true. Yes. Some of them are still, yeah, we still see them. But true. We, we try not to see them. All right, so that that's kind of it because the last song on this record, which this it's Dub Marcus Say, and it's credited to Fonzo Martin, who is the uh, a percussionist on the record, right. and it's credited him. But it's basically he he gets a writing credit, but it's just a dub version of. I think it's a reason Round. to give him a right, get him a writing credit. On yeah, yeah, because it's just a dub version. Oh, so he gets Fonzo gets some uh, publishing money. I mean, it's good. It's fine. It's a little dubby, but it's very. It's kind of close to the original too, so yeah. it's not that different. But yeah, um, yeah it, it's good. It's, it's good. Fun. And that's it is fun. And that, that's a great song. Well, the song so that I fun. remember from this record from back in the day was. Um, it, it's not called Rally Around the Flag, but if you ask anybody what it would be called, it would be Rally Around the Flag. Oh right. Um, it's called Worth His Weight in Gold. Right. But that I definitely remember hearing that at clubs and hearing it. On college radio and um, back in you know yeah. Orlando from back in the day, um, that was the the super catchy one that got me anyway. When I was heard, I was like, oh, I remember this. Right. So I get to tell my um, my reggae appreciation story here at the end of the show. I never really dug reggae all that much when I was a teenager, and then um, there was a product that from Florida, out of Micanopy, Florida, called Micanopy Madness that was grown in the early 1980s. And people would drive up to Gainesville and come home with bags of this um, weed from oh, Gainesville. Okay. Huge never, never heard of that. Micanopy Madness, yes. And uh, so my good friend, Billy Taylor, who you've heard me mention a lot of times, yeah. he got a hold of a bag of Micanopy Madness, and we actually didn't have a rolling paper that was big enough to make a joint for the Micanopy Madness. So we had to... Um, lick and stick together several rolling papers <laughs> to make like a giant, <laughs> a giant split. Just split. And so he and I, it was probably in the afternoon after school, you know how it went. And we smoked this, and then he put on this album by uh, Clint Eastwood and General Saint, who are dub rappers. And they would sing um, one, would they would sing identically, one in the left speaker and one in the right speaker. And I was sitting right in front of his stereo, and he put on that record, Clint Eastwood, General Saint. And and you, the song was um, We Can't Take Another World War. And I listened to it and I was like, I was incredibly stoked. But I was like, oh, now. Oh, I get it now. I understood. So oh, you got that, reggae. I, I, yeah, you I thought did. you did. I, or at that point, I was like, you did. I understand why you would do these two things together. You uh, would smoke okay, this weed okay. and listen to this music. And it was... um. So that wasn't a real... Epiphany, reggae epiphany. Oh yeah, it was no, a, hell well, yes, it was. But Camila, but you didn't become a huge reggae fan after that. No, but I had, I understood, <laughs> I was, I had, I had respect for it after that. I was like, oh, you didn't I, become I, a big, but you weren't a big pothead either. Did you? I, see, I, I didn't think you did because I wasn't. I smoked probably How about you, a lot Camilla? of them. Your still. mom's not listening. You can tell us. No, no. I, oh, I you know, I never oh, you played the fifth. That's stuff. true. No, yeah, Camilla. Oh, yeah, that's right. She, uh, yeah, she did. I, uh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I smoked for a while up until about 1987. Second, and just at those regular Sunday shows, just the second hand alone, though, is like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You're going to get a contact high. <laughs> a THC sure. is probably still in your system from that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. <laughs> 30 years uh, later. Yeah. They, um, they really had such incredible shows at Cameo for the Reggae Sundays. I mean, I saw 
Never. So many fantastic. Well, I wasn't here. That was like late reggae, 80s, right? So I wasn't living bands. here then. You probably weren't living yeah, here. And I then wasn't. again, like you said, you weren't really into reggae. It wasn't so, my scene. So you, it wasn't would, my you wouldn't scene. have gone. I saw one show at the Cameo the entire time. I mean, because I lived in Orlando and coming to the Cameo was like, you would it would be, you know, you're driving to Miami. So we saw um, King Sunny Day, the African, um, uh, had a huge band. And oh, okay. he played um, High Life, and it was really incredible. And he had, the, the, uh, it was most of the audience was Africans from Miami that had come to see King Sunday Day. And we were like, you know, what are you people doing here? But whatever, we had a great time. He did the thing where people would come, and, and it was hot in the cameo. And people would come and stick dollar bills to sweat him. They'd put, put dollar bills on his sweaty oh, wow, forehead okay. and on his body. Nice. And yeah, it was, uh, we it was should do that cool. at our next live at Laser Wolf. Yeah. It's like sweat a <laughs> you little. Wanna, yeah, you want to see. Um, experience, you <laughs> experience true disappointment you go for it all right thank we're you we're ready we're re- we're sweaty and ready everybody Brent, come with the dollar bells now <laughs> well you know uh, all right so camila thank you so much for bringing this yes, reggae for this exposing that record got me high to reggae totally. into a great record it's definitely something now we, we can do another we've done one we can we do can another reggae record, we can so. uh although but maybe not you know that maybe fourth season maybe um <laughs> one per season all right so next uh our next episode although i realize you know barry it, contentious it is, so far online a lot of <sighs> Well, we're doing. Uh, they might be. Gi- uh, they might be Giants record, which apparently people either love them or really hate. Really them. Really hate them. I'm yeah. surprised. I, I, I Apollo. Think I we're think doing Apollo. Yeah. No. But the actual. But the live. Uh, now that I realize, when this show's aired, we would have already done it. But so it's the live That's at Laser fine. Wolf, January 29th at uh, at Laser Wolf. But it's already happened. But uh, we're with uh, Adrian Morales is joining. Uh, Chris Bellis, our lovely uh, uh, Laser Wolf host, right? And uh, Jill DeFenis will be there, I'm sure, and Bill oh, Howard. And yeah, big. Uh, they might be Giants fans. Yeah, they, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and also at that, well, it, it already happened, but we will announce the winner of our uh, Interpol Turn on the Bright Lights uh, 10th Anniversary CD DVD that Mr. Sam Pogarino was gracious right. enough to uh, yes. to give to our to our who Barry, our patrons. That's because, right. Uh, what I'm leading so to is you can go to patreon.com uh, forward slash trgmh and become a patron if you're a $3 or more patron you're automatically entered in all our awesome giveaways that we're going to be doing we use a true he, Rob has found a randomizer that so yeah, the giveaway totally is not just above whoever, board. Yeah, we're not, not doing whoever not we like, like. Yeah. how about that guy oh he <laughs> seems cool yeah we won't do that <laughs> He spins the wheel. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's that's that. And what, uh, well, they might be Giants record. Which record are we doing? Apollo eighteen. It's got a great cover. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I mean, I really like the band. Yeah. Oh, do you? Good. I'm glad. Well, you you aren't a hater though. You really you like a lot of you. You just you're very yeah, what do you inclusive like? with your music. No, there's there's bands that I don't like. Yeah. Are there? Give yeah. me a band you, you don't like. What about local? No, this that is other. No, not what, local. Bands. Local people. <laughs> no, oh, I want to yeah. hear local people. I, I don't like the Eagles. Oh, okay. okay. Well, that's, that's easy. easy that's yeah, that's, that's low hanging. Low hanging. I, sure, I, I agree. I don't. I don't like a lot of the Beatles stuff either. That's okay. Uh, okay. I yeah, that's good. Sure. That's a little controversial. But I, I'm with you. I mean, well, I wouldn't say I don't like it, but I'm just not. I, I, I don't own. Have you ever owned a Beatles record? Like I've never. Owned oh wow. One. I do. My I have. We're gonna my, lose a lot of listeners right here. I have. I <laughs> He's have never owned the Beatles record. I have no. I own it because my parents um, um, have it. Oh, uh, well, my older sister had some, so I guess I, I have, I have uh, an original Sgt. Pepper's. Okay. Oh, an original and one. It, yeah, and it has the masks in it and everything. Oh, you should put that shit on eBay. You should hide it because somebody will break in your... <laughs> Mike Vulo is coming to your house right now. Oh, God. 
All right. So uh, thanks again, Camila, <laughs> Thank you, for Camila. coming on the show. Uh, you were always a great guest. Thank yes. you for having me. It's always yeah. fun. Yeah, yes. I hope so. Except for we had a little equipment breakdown in the middle, but we're not going to talk about it. Yeah, very sorry. We'll get him some therapy. Well, hopefully time. people like uh, your reggae. I think they will. I think they will. I think they will. I'm, I'm, I'm more worried about They Might Be Giants next week. <laughs> It's going to be, well, the good news is I like it, so it will not be a Howard Jones style. Uh, yeah, that, that, that he won't Wells, be. Yeah, he won't uh, be yeah, getting that soused, and, uh, so, soused and mouthy. Yes, yeah. I, I heard that episode, and it's, it's you see, Howard Jones, that's, that's kind of painful. That's yeah. Rough. yeah, it is. So, oh, okay, so we found someone else uh, you're yeah, not crazy about. Yeah, well. All right, but thanks, uh, thanks again for being on the show. Once again, uh, where that record got me high, hit us up on. Hey assholes at that record got me high. Is That's really the email address. <laughs> hey assholes email. at that record got me high. Like us on Facebook. Share us to your friends. Don't forget the Patreon. Uh, thanks again. Once again, that is Barry Stock. That is Rob Elba. We'll see you guys next week. We are out. Everything seems to be That record got me high. 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 Hi.
That record got me high. 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 That record got me high.